uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a, another episode of JWF Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Silver Spoon, and I hate uh, for this hectic opening to the show, but unfortunately, my co-commentator is not with me. We are going to backstage footage right now of of oh my God, uh, la ladies and gentlemen, at home. I hate to report this, but that is. That is Captain Captain Tibbs is backstage. Apparently, a local medical team is is coming to coming to lead him out. Tibbs is covered in his own blood. This is absolutely uh, horrifying, ladies and gentlemen at home. I I hate for you to see this. We're gonna try to cut away as quickly as we can. Hey hey hey! Cut the footage! Cut the footage! Damn it! Oh, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, it would appear as though uh, Chuck Tibbs, the son of Captain Tibbs is walking out to the arena right now. Maybe he has an explanation for, for what the hell is, is going on. I, I don't know what the hell's happened. Captain Tibbs has been attacked. You know, you know, you know something? I've put up with a lot of shit in my time here in JWF. I mean, men have tried to end my career. People have laughed at me whenever I stepped in the ring because they knew they were going to see me lose. My JWF championship reign was ripped out of my hands in less than 30 seconds on the biggest stage of them all that a wrestler can possibly be on. But I'm not putting up with this shit. Ever since the birth of this company, Ever since the birth of this company, there has only been one consistent voice at that commentary table. One universal constant of the JWF, and it was my father, Captain Tibbs. And during those years, not a damn soul has ever been stupid enough to lay a hand on him outside the ring. And no one was damn sure dumb enough to make sure he left his post. Without my father... This company would not exist. Without my father, there would be no Wrestlepalooza, no JWF Ignition. This whole world we live in would not exist without him. And now someone has decided to try to take him out? To try to put him on the shelf, maybe for good? You know, whenever my father returns, there's going to be hell to pay. I hope you all know that. And in the meantime, Chuck is more than willing to collect on those debts himself. So whoever attacked Captain Tibbs right now, I'm talking to you and you only. You know that the end is going to come for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, strong words from Chuck Tibbs there. But I mean, at this point, like he said, there would not be this company without Captain Tibbs and there wouldn't be a Wrestlepalooza. I mean, I, I hate to draw comparisons here, but last week in the main event of Ignition, Momoa Curry announced that his final opponent, his final opponent at this year's Wrestlepalooza would in fact be Captain Tibbs. And it appears that someone has gotten some jealousy. The green monster has reared its ugly face and it has now sent my commentary partner, unfortunately, to a local medical facility. We'll have updates on him later tonight, hopefully. But uh, uh, until then, I am 
uh, being forced to call on our JWF Defiance commentary team, which of course, uh, one half of that team and our JWF Defiant champion is going to be joining me for the rest of the show. I've been told, welcome to the booth, Blake Tanner. Thank you, Sills. I hate that I have to be here under such circumstances, and uh, we we know that everybody backstage is wanting the best for Tibbs right now, and that we hope that uh, we can find out who did this. It's... I, I, I'm rarely a man without words, but I mean... Everything Chuck just said is right. For the past five years, for the entirety of the existence of this show, Tibbs has always been at my side, and I'm wishing him a well recovery and to get back as soon as possible. But for right now, we do have to keep the show going on. I think if there's one thing Tibbs would say at this moment more than anything, it's just to, to let the show keep going. Uh, which is why backstage we're going to go back to uh, actually one half of your commentary partner, Scotty Moore. Because, uh, you know, Scotty has been going through some stuff lately as well. So why don't we hear what the proverbial hero of the JWF has to say? Ladies and gentlemen, Honeypot Mc5G here with the man... Here with public enemy number one. Take a hike, Honeypot. Lawrence Whitney's got this. Great. What do you want, Whitney? Oh, I just find it interesting how this show opens up with Captain Tibbs getting assaulted backstage, and who is the first person out ready to spill his proverbial crocodile tears all over the JWF universe? Why, none other than the hero of the JWF himself, Scotty Moore, a man who, forgive me if I'm wrong, has went to literal war with Captain Tibbs for the past two years. A man that took the poor, poor captain's head and slammed it into a concrete floor through a flaming table, nearly killing him. It just seems like you tried to finish the job tonight. So what are you suggesting? Well, you're the first one out here to talk about it. So seems to me the old adage proves true. He who smelt it, dealt it. Well, as much as I'm happy to see you finally read that schoolyard insults book I got you at Christmas, I've got to say that unfortunately, I'm not that guy anymore. But I absolutely was. You're not wrong about that. I was... The guy that nearly killed the owner of this company. I was the guy that took a steel chair to the head of my own best friend. I was the guy that pulled off the heist of the century and walked out of Wrestlepalooza having defeated both God and the devil himself to gain the JWF championship. And those are things I did to people I liked. And Lawrence... I don't think it's any news that I don't like you. So just imagine what's going to happen if that dark side of me ever happened to wake up once again, huh? I guess we'll just have to make sure that never happens, huh? We? Oh my god, Blake, it looks like Scotty being assaulted by uh, the, the Whitney family. Big Cyrus Crane, Sammy Sin, they are just putting the boots to the hero of the JWF backstage. 
Son of a bitch. God damn it. Not again. Oh god, now look at this. Both of them pulling him up and- Oh, sending him head first into that steel chair being wielded by Alistair Bateman. Uh, Blake the Whitney family has just rolled out the proverbial welcome mat for Scotty Moore and it has been stained with his blood. This is just typical of the Whitney family. This is what Lawrence Whitney's been doing to Scotty for almost a year now. Over a year now, in fact. That is right, but I, I mean, it does look like he needs some, some help back there. Perhaps, perhaps uh, a certain old tag partner could, could go back and help him, or... I mean, I really, really wish there could be someone like that right now out there, Silves, but I have a job to do. All right, all right, everybody. Calm down, calm down. Oh, great. Now, looks like the Whitney family have decided to bring their shenanigans, their chaos, out to the ring. Looks like the Whitney family, Lawrence Whitney and his brigade of misfits just slithering out. I mean, who the hell would give this man a microphone at this point, Blake? I think he just stole it. Sills, I think he just stole a microphone. And I would not put it past him at this point, to be honest with you. To whoever beats down Captain Tibbs earlier and sent him away for the proverbial future, which wasn't us, by the way, I need to, I need to offer you all a sincere thank you. Because finally, that untouchable wall that was stopping all of your little heroes from getting what was coming to them has crumbled down. And now, no one is untouchable in the JWF. Well, except for the Whitney family. Because you see, our power doesn't come from being in the pocket of some geriatric sea dog. Our power comes in numbers. Yes, yes, boo all you want. We've heard it before. Very creative. We understand you don't like us, but believe you me, these next few Tibbsless weeks, months, years, <laughs> they will be the greatest of the Whitney family's entire career because we intend to take full advantage of being off that old bastard's proverbial leash, and it is going to begin this Wednesday when... It's going to begin this Wednesday when... What's going on? Well, uh, Blake, so something is going on. This, the sounds of the JWF universe have now just descended into, into just maniacal chanting. You can see on the stage coming out right now, the, the tag team known as Legion with that cash-in-the-bag briefcase. And looks like there we are Legion. We are legion. Silver, are you okay? What, what's happened to you? Something has happened legion. to my commentary partner, Silver Spoon, we here. He seems to be chanting with the whole legion. crowd, and we, we are legion. We are legion. <laughs> you think your power is in numbers. Because you have not stood against real numbers. You think you are the dark sword of retribution to save the JWF because you have yet to stand against a true sharpened blade. You think you're evil. <laughs> 
because you have not stood against real evil. You call yourself demons, devils, monsters. You see, these are not names to us. These were not names we bestowed upon ourselves. They were names shouted against the Legion as we walked the streets of humanity. And as they looked upon us, they cried, Monster. And they were correct. And this Wednesday, on Defiance, your demons will stand against true evil as they take their golden opportunity and use it to slay your false gods and rip their titles through their very spines. For we are Legion, and we are many. Uh, oh god, my uh, Well, uh, oh. uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry about that. I well, as I was saying, it looks like on the stage right now is the man known as Croc, the leader of the Legion, holding that briefcase to the sky. And I I guess it means this Wednesday on Defiance, we are going to be seeing a tag title matchup as the Legion face off against Demon Inc. with the JWF Tag Team Championships on the line. Blake, this is astounding. <laughs> I, I suppose so. I, I really wasn't expecting that. I'm, I'm sorry. I seem to have just zonked out for a moment. Uh, I'm guessing Tibbs' attack earlier got me a little bit more than I thought. I'm, I've, I just... I don't know. I don't feel uh, like That is right. But in addition to that, you are going to be issuing another open challenge this Wednesday on Defiance. Last week, you actually went up against half of the Legion. You went up against the Titan and... <laughs> I'll tell you something, Blake. Yeah, I know you are a proud fighting Defiant champion, but I thought that the uh, the Legion were about to have two titles. It was a rough fight, just like I expected. That is the thing about being the Defiant champion. You never know who you're going to fight, and you could very well just run through the entire roster. And that's honestly what I plan on doing, and Sills, I can't wait until my, uh, my match next week with whoever decides to step up just so they can get stepped on. That is right. In addition, on Defiance, we are going to see some epic J1 matchups, which I know you have been uh, on a, quite a tear in the J1 tournament. I mean, you are the only man in that tournament now who has been undefeated after besting Scotty Moore just a couple of weeks ago. But this Wednesday, we are going to see Robert Hill facing off against former JWF champion Guy Fietti and in addition the man we saw earlier Chuck Tibbs is going to be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Griffin Clouds and let me tell you something I know Griffin has been fighting hard in this tournament but given the uh, fire that we saw out of Chuck Tibbs earlier tonight I, I would regret being any man stepping in the ring against him right now. You know, I'd probably agree with you on that one, Sills. I mean, uh, Chuck, is, he's just gone through a, a horrendous, uh, traumatic event, and it, it seems to have just brought out a, a certain fire in him that 
is even brighter than what we've seen from Chuck in the last few weeks, and uh, I thought he was improving in leaps and bounds. That is right. I mean, he did, I will say, 2021, not the kindest to the man known as Chuck Tibbs, but it seems like he's trying to take 2022 with fire and desire, but another man who's going to be bringing that fire, bringing the smoke, bringing the clouds, you could say, is, of course, the leader of the VWO, the man known as Griffin Clouds, and a man who, let's face it, Blake, I know you have got quite a bit, you know, quite a bit of history with. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, my fights with Griffin are pretty much legendary at this point. I mean, we um, we really established the uh, the JWF World Heavyweight Championship as a, as a title to be fought for. And, I mean, Griffin Clouds, he's, of course, uh, been with the, the Cloud family. Um, he's been working the tag team scene. But uh, coming here in the J1 tournament, it looks like he's trying to establish that singles competitor Griffin Clouds again. And that's a dangerous person. That is right. And right now he is backstage with one of our top interviewers. So why don't we hear what Griffin Clouds has to say ahead of his match with Chuck Tibbs this Wednesday. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with a man who is set to make a big return to the JWF J1 tournament this Wednesday, Griffin Clouds. Now, Griffin, you're no stranger to big tournaments. You've even came out victorious in the 2020 King of the Steel City tournament. But right now, you're down two points in the J1. What's the plan for the Vape Master General moving forward? Oh, McDonald. The plan is for Griffin Clouds to remember exactly who he is. Because I didn't end up in this tournament by accident, my friend. No, 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 no. I got in this tournament because I am a former JWF World Heavyweight Champion. In fact, I was one of the first of this generation of wrestlers to hold that belt. But... I wasn't the first one to thrive with that belt, unfortunately. In fact, it's arguable that my reign ended just about as embarrassingly as it possibly could. You know, of all the men in that tournament, I've held the championship the least number of days, McDonald. It's not a nice thing to think about, really. But I think I needed that kick in the pants back then. I needed that wake-up call that the JWF wasn't a place where I could just stroll in and run roughshod over the whole company and then rest on my laurels. This is a place that is based off of hard work, on spirits, on your character. And that was something I didn't have much of back then, if I'm being completely honest. But standing here now, nearly five years later, with four tag team championship reigns under my belt, tournament victories under my belt, hard work paying off, and my dreams coming true, I realize that there's one mountain left for Griffin Clouds to climb. And it's the mountain towards a singles championship. Something I've not been able to achieve since that fateful hell in a cell match back in 2017 and the climb to the top of that mountain mcdonald begins at wrestlepalooza because mark my words i will climb that mountain again and i will reach its peak i will be the winner of your 2021 j1 tournament and when that happens
I don't care if it's the Dylan or the Jebaduk walking around with the title because I'm next in line and I'm not making the same mistake I did in 2017. I'm going to fight and I'm going to win and I'm going to be amazing. Well, Blakey, uh, Blakey T, I gotta say, if this is the fire Griffin Clouds is gonna be bringing to this tournament, I would, uh, I'd be a little bit afraid moving forward for you. I know both of you sharing block A, and this Griffin Clouds seems uh, to have a whole lot more fire behind him. I don't know, Sills, I would say that is, that's extra motivating for me. If anything, this is, this is what I want above anything else i want these motivated opponents i don't want an easy fight either not like Griff not just like griffin clouds and oh, i i guess we'll see if he makes that same mistake that he did in 2017 because well if you remember he made that mistake against me that is right nope now listen to that that is the uh, music of the god of law god of the sea god of the jwf himself momoa curry i don't think he was supposed to be here tonight blake no no absolutely not not that i know of i, I thought he was taking time off with of his match but obviously with what happened to captain tibbs it seems that momoa has come out to make a statement maybe a maybe a, a potentially a replacement for his wrestlepalooza match I don't know. Well, why don't we go down to the ring and stare this angry god in the face and hear exactly what he's got to say? I have seen hurricanes take entire ships and reduce them to rubble in a matter of seconds. I've seen whirlpools suck in entire crews of men and spit out only bones. I have seen storm after storm collide with the shore and wipe out entire civilizations, but there is no storm I have ever seen stronger than that of a furious captain. And to whoever in the back thought that they were going to make their moment or take their spot by attacking Tibbs, just know this, you will achieve every single goal you wished for. Because whenever that man steps out of his hospital bed healthy enough to walk, he will also be healthy enough to give you that spot you've so sorely wanted, and that's going to be a spot six feet underneath the ground. He's going to give you a moment in front of the entire world where you will be beat to within an inch of your life only for the captain to wait. Wait days, wait weeks, maybe even wait months for your poor, pathetic little body to heal up only for him to take you to the edge of death itself once again and he will continue to push your body to the very brink until you are begging for him to push you off that edge and end it all and only when he thinks that you've earned it will he finally grant you that mercy you see i wasn't supposed to be out here to end the show in fact everyone in the back advised me to go home in fear of another attack happening. 
but I have no fear of a man that cowardly attacks another human being with a steel pipe. I have fear for that man because they know not exactly what they've gotten themselves into, but it will inevitably lead to their downfall. But now, on to the future, and unfortunately for me, that future involves finding a new opponent for Wrestlepalooza. And looking over the roster, I've seen numerous men who I think could step up for that opportunity. I'd love to face off against the Jebedoc one more time, my opponent from last year's Wrestlepalooza, or, or Robert Hill Blake Tanner. This roster is a veritable smorgasbord of opportunities. Maybe even an opportunity for the JWF Championship. But at the end of the day, only one answer seemed right, and only one person seemed able to step up. And that person, like, oh, oh my God, Blake! Look at the ring right now. That is, that is that masked man from the the video earlier tonight with that steel pipe. He is just assaulting the god of the JWF. I, I don't understand. He's going right after Momoa Curry after attacking Captain Tibbs. It's like he doesn't want any of this to happen. What is happening, Sills? Oh, but look at this, Blake. Momoa Curry does not look beat down. He looks pissed. Oh, but wait a minute. Here comes a man who looks even more pissed, and it is Chuck Tibbs, the son of the captain himself, rushing the ring with that steel chair, making the save for Momoa Curry. And look at that, the man with the mask escaping in the crowd, running like a proverbial scalded dog. And it looks like, uh, once again, we are seeing a Tibbs and Momoa Curry stand in the ring, but it is not Captain Tibbs, it's Chuck. I have to say that's that's a that's a great sign right there. This is unity. This is togetherness. Chuck Tibbs coming and saving Momoa Curry. Uh, I mean, this is really what the, what the JWF is all about. And whoever that is under the mask, I think that we have just put you on notice. That is right, but of course we've still got a whole lot of action to get through before we can get to next week's episode of Ignition. We've got this week's episode of Defiance. We're going to see Blake issuing an open challenge for his Defiant Championship, but there's going to be another title match. In the main event, Demon Inc. defending their tag team championships against the Legion. Those epic J1 matchups, and also I'm being told that the number one contender herself, Tiffany, is going to be fighting against the fan favorite Skilla who of course I know you are a big fan of absolutely I can't wait to see this it's going to be a great week um, all the best to Captain Tibbs getting better healing as fast as possible we hope to see him back here again and it, <laughs> I, I think that we're going to just keep keep on keeping on just like Tibbs would would want us to do that is right, and in addition, we are going to hear from the JWF Captain's Champion himself, Crush Atlas, on next week's episode of Ignition. We are going to hear from Chuck Tibbs, and then, of course, Blake. I've heard that uh, the Defiant Champion has had some time to speak in the main event, but that is going to be coming to you next time on JWF Ignition. Until then, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch a load of pure bs.com thank you all for listening uh-huh but until next time he's been blake tanner i've been silver spoon and this is jwf ignition and we will see you next time